When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Tunes and Tumblr's Century Club by Atwood Magazine, your weekly shot of what's new in music. I'm your host, Anthony, and 2020 is still beating us into crying, blubbering submission here. If only we knew the safe word. In the meantime, we're coming to you live from our respective quarantines with a mini pairing to wash down all that hard-to-swallow reality. We're also joined by singer, songwriter, record producer, label owner, visual artist, and actor extraordinaire Nico, who is premiering his new single, Glow, right here on the show. Stick around to the end to hear that auditory treat in its entirety. But of course you know I'm not alone in this isolation hole. I'm joined by a couple of friends also fighting for their sanity in solitary confinement, and they are... Ryan, your music connoisseur. And Pedro, your mixologist. Thanks for joining me, guys. It's good to hear another voice besides my own and know that, yes, I still do remember how to talk. Um, <laughs> Dude, you keep getting me with those intros. The <laughs> I wish we knew the safe word. <laughs> Honestly, I I kind of want to just click my heels together and say like there's no place like home and make all of this go away. One day you will. One day, <laughs> but it's not today. It's been another crazy week. So let's run by the news desk before we kick off our shoes and enjoy a taste of the good life. A couple weeks ago, we reported that pop country trio Lady Antebellum had changed their name to Lady A to address connotations that the word antebellum has to the pre-Civil War South. Of course, that rubbed up against the fact that a black blues singer already went by Lady A for over 20 years. Well, this story has taken a little turn. Anita White, the artist historically known as Lady A, has been in talks with the band for weeks about using her name, maintaining that she doesn't want to share Lady the Lady A brand and that she shouldn't have to fight to keep a name that she has used for so long. With a newly filed lawsuit from the band, though, she may now have to fight for it in court. After getting new legal representation, White sent a revised settlement offer to the former Lady Antebellum, which included a demand for financial compensation for $10 million, which she says would have been split between herself and donations to Black Lives Matter, a charity for seniors and youth in Seattle, and musicians in need of legal counsel. The country trio responded by suing White over the name rights last Wednesday, asking for no monetary damages, but for a declaration that they aren't infringing on a trademark and using the name that both both parties can, quote, continue to exist. White says that while the band told her they'd ensure she doesn't get buried behind the wildly popular group, she thinks the damage has already been done. She claimed it was harder to verify her name and to upload her new single, The Truth Is Loud, a few weeks ago and that it's more difficult for fans and new listeners to find her on streaming services like Spotify. Far be it from us to judge the intentions of the former Lady Antebellum, but in a lot of circles, their lawsuit might be considered, quote, the height of white privilege and a dick move. Ryan, what else happened this week? 
Well, in more positive news in regard to white musicians attempting to do the right thing, uh, Wilco frontman Jeff Tweedy has set out a plan for reparations to be made within the music industry. According to Rolling Stone, he has announced that he will commit 5% of all future revenue he earns as a songwriter to a variety of organizations committed to racial justice, including Black Women's Blueprint and Movement for Black Lives. He's quoted as saying, The modern music industry is built almost entirely on black art. His June 18th statement read, The wealth that rightfully belongs to black artists was stolen outright. I've often thought there should be an industry-wide plan to address this enormous injustice. He went on to say, American culture is black culture. It is real and it is true that royalty theft is an unaddressed crime. Moving on to Pedro, what do you got for us? Future has announced a new scholarship through his Free Wishes Foundation. Uh, the I Am Still a Dreamer scholarship will be awarded to Georgia high school students who graduated this year, plan on entering higher education, and have been affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, applicants must be set to enroll in a college course sometime this year and submit a video about how their education has been affected by this crisis. Future says, quote, I encourage all dreamers to continue to dream big. Submissions for the scholarship are due by July 27th and winners will be announced August 4th. Uh, the maximum award will be $2,500. So if you're a George area high school student who still graduated, who just graduated, um, see if you can see if you can uh, apply for the scholarship. It's making me want to go back to school in Georgia just so I can get a little money and, and uh, get out of this uh, financial debt that is now accruing. But yeah, thanks guys. With that out of the way, it's time to start the show. What are you pulling out of the catalog today for us to listen to, Ryan? Yeah, thanks, Anthony. We are listening to the latest James Blake single, Are You Even Real? Released this week on Polydor Records, the song displays Blake's signature mix of electronic pop and experimental electronics, featuring sublime keys and lush violin work from Peter Lee Johnson. Awesome. And I'm sure Pedro has the perfect shot lined up for us. What you got? Well, I mean, perfect's a strong word, but it's good. Um, <laughs> uh, so James Blake, I love James Blake ever since his like self-titled album. The, the dude nails it for me every time. So I was really stoked to do a, a shot pairing for this song because I love this song. Um, listening to it, it sort of, it, it feels, uh, I mean, he mentions a lot, you know, lucid dreaming and, it's it's a very like it, listening to it sort of gives me the sensation of like floating through this cloudy crazy space and there's like in, just insane things going on somewhere in the middle of all of it is this love that he's found and I, I I just I like the song so much and so when I was thinking about a shot to go with it um uh the the first thought that came to my mind was absinthe um mostly because oh wow. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, there's the the whole, the, the legend of absinthe being that, you know, it's supposed to make you hallucinate and see things, and it's this very, um, you know, uh, uh, this this sort of, you, I mean, when you're hallucinating, it's basically like you're in a dream, so I, I thought it fit perfectly. Um, so, we're using absinthe, and then underneath it, it's sort of poured onto a bed of strawberry puree. Just sort of give it a little sweetness oh and like help goodness. it help it go down easier. Wow. So it's a sweetened strawberry puree, which also sort of um, alludes to the strawberry fields line in the song. Um, so there's there's some some. I mean, it's an intense shot. It's really really intense. I took one this morning to try it, and I seriously felt like I was floating for a little bit. It was 
pretty strong. Um, so go easy on it, but it is really good. And it's, it's, it's got the, the, the intensity of the absinthe. And then with like a nice smooth finish of the strawberry puree, it's delicious. And I'm calling it an acid rain. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) I mean, it probably looks like that. Um, when you're pouring the absinthe, are you doing a drip at all? Uh, yeah. So I actually, I actually have these, I have these little shot glasses that are like they're sort of angled, so it's a little easier to get like a subtle pour of the absinthe. But yeah, like I'm uh, layering it. So what I would probably do is just drop like a spoon, hold like a spoon over the shot glass, or drip it if you or drip the absinthe in if you can. But just so that it um, it doesn't mix with the puree and just sort of lays on top of it. Um, mm-hmm. So that's yeah, that's what I'm doing there. That's amazing Brilliant. for. For listeners who don't know, the traditional way to drink absinthe straight is to drip it through sugar. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes if you go to like fancy bars, I mean, not anymore. Don't go to <laughs> bars right now. But they will have these um, contraptions that do that, that, you know, kind of look like steampunk things. And they were in the before times a sight to see. Yeah, there's also like, yes. ab- you can also get like an absinthe spoon or something if you want to use that. Um, I know those are out there. Usually, yeah, you drink it with like a sugar cube or something like that. Um, so I'm sort of subbing that with the the strawberry puree. And honestly, it sounds amazing. And I am so sad that I'm still stuck in my uh, solitary confinement here. <laughs> but I'll have to hunt down some absinthe. I am sad because I don't live in a country that has loose absinthe regulations. Yeah, right. Friend of the pod, <laughs> uh, Liz, Liz Brownstein explained to me all the different regulations throughout the world. And if you find yourself in the right country, the hallucination effect uh, actually translates. So we'll have to explore that whenever having an American passport actually gets us places. Yeah, well, when it's when it's worth something again. <laughs> right. Anthony, you'll, uh, you can do that on. Uh, and just to promote this again, Anthony's going to be doing the Too Crazy to Die tour where he drinks uh, absinthe <laughs> in every country uh, and, and sees where it takes him for the night. So Too crazy to die. <laughs> we just need to get 400 listens on this current episode. So send this to all your friends. We get up to 400, and I am going to do that crazy tour. I don't, he'll, what was it and called? He'll, and he'll do it like next month. We'll smuggle him into the countries if we have to. Mm-hmm. I fit in a trunk. I am travel size. <laughs> this is a <laughs> this is a deal, folks. Okay, I mean, this is come on. This is a binding uh, contract. The too tell crazy your, to die tour. Tell your parents, your friends, your gardener. Listen to tunes and tumblers. We we even made it sh- we even made it shorter for you. It's very easy to listen. Yeah, you can put it on the background while you sleep and just click the repeat button. That counts. <laughs> yeah. But let's actually get you some content to listen to. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. So, James Blake, I am going to admit something that I know is um, very taboo for me as a self-proclaimed hipster. I actually have not listened to James Blake a whole lot before this. I just Um, vomited in my mouth. Yes. Get all your booze out right now, everyone. (laughs) But I've known for a while that, like, James Blake is synonymous with quote greatness um Mm -hmm. just because he's been very sought after in the pop world right now and especially the hip-hop world like he is guesting on beyonce and travis scott and he was one of the the only 
um, prominent white collaborators in the Black Panther album. Is that correct? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to, to King's Dead and which is great. I've listened to like most of his collaborations since we decided to do this. But mm-hmm. tell me, guys, how did you first come across James Blake in your own lives? Ryan, you want to go? Ahead? I, uh, well, this is funny. So I think back in like 2009 or 2010, I was just starting to discover what uh, kind of what dubstep was. And I was listening to Rusko and I found a video on YouTube that was uploaded in like 2008 of James Blake doing like a performance DJ set. And he brought like a tuba player. He brought a horn section basically um, to play the horn part leading up to the drop in Rusko's Cockney Thug, which has kind of become like a dubstep anthem if you if you know it which was such a funny idea to bring like a horn section to help you in a dj set for like one drop and i thought (laughs) that's a great idea and then that first album came out with limit to your love and that song blew my mind limit to your love was like my favorite song of whatever year that was 2010 2011 and then caught him at fyf shortly thereafter and that was uh revelatory so that was my intro to to Mr. Blake. What about you, Pedro? How did you first come across him? I remember, I, I think I was in like a, one of those YouTube holes, you know, where you just start finding new music and you just keep hitting like the like suggestions on, off to the side. And I was doing that one night and I found um, Wilhelm Scream. I think this was back in like 2011 or something. And I found that song and it was just so haunting and so different from anything else and i fell in love with it and then i also found uh he has that those it's it's a part one and two it's i think i I don't know how to i'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it's it's titled like lindisfarne i think on off of his first album and those songs i i really love so yeah like i i heard those songs really liked them and i bought the cd like the physical cd wow yeah and yeah ever since then i i fell in love with that album and everything he's done since is just um he just keeps growing and getting so much better he's got this voice that like it just touches your soul like the the sound of his voice is incredible and the way he plays with the way he plays with sounds and the way he layers everything and uh everything he makes is just beautiful absolutely beautiful and then hearing him sing live is insane like he sounds so good he recently did um a live cover of Stevie Wonder's um I I think it's called Never Dreamed You'd Leave in Summer. Mm-hmm. Um he did that on Instagram and it is oh man, if if go find it on his Instagram profile. I think it's on his like IGTV. Go listen to it. He's insane. He's insanely talented. Um He's been doing but, a lot of quarantine sessions too. Yeah, he has. I think he also did a Nirvana cover after that. Um, I think he's taking like suggestions from people in comments and stuff. And he's just sort of doing that sort of like uh, glass animals was doing. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, I, I first heard him, uh, some years ago and I've just been a fan ever since. That's awesome. Well, me, my formal, uh, training in everything James Blake happened when we decided to do this song. So my weekend has been full of me going back from his self-titled even going back further i was listening to cmyk and Mm -hmm. clavier work which i think is how you pronounce it i don't know uh my partner knows german way better than me so she'd be able to (laughs) pronounce that but 
um, one quote that I came across in like the evolution of his sound comes from Mark Foster of Foster the People, who said, listening back to Blake's records in chronological sequence is like hearing a ghost gradually assume material form. And I heard that. Perfect. (laughs) It, it is. But I started to think that that is kind of, it feels a lot like what we're experiencing right now, but in reverse, like we're Mm. gradually becoming ghosts in quarantine. What do you guys think of that? God, I guess I don't like contemplating that. I mean, I, I guess it's a nice <laughs> metaphor for what's happening, but. <laughs> I definitely understand that sentiment. Because, um, yeah, a lot of people are struggling with it. Personally, for me, I guess it. I don't know. I've, I, I've kind of relished spending the time with myself because I feel like I wasn't doing that enough, I guess. Um I was sort of spreading myself a little thin, it felt like, but I didn't realize that until I couldn't go anywhere or see anybody or, you know, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I don't know. I've kind of tried to just, uh, sort of relearn how to be okay with like the silence and your own thoughts. And I mean, sometimes it's not great, but, um, it's been, I, I, I feel sort of better taken care of by myself for just trying to do it. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I get though that, that it is really difficult and that, yeah, like it, it that, that's a good way to put it. People are, are kind of literally just like wasting away in their homes. Um, just from the boredom, the isolation, the, all the chaos going on. Yeah. But I, I totally get the sentiment. Hmm. I think of it as coming unmoored. We have all of these social contracts that we lived our lives by for the longest time. And now that for the most of us, those have gone away and we're realizing just that the structure of human interaction is inherently fake. Everything that we have decided is real is something that we've come up with ourselves. The way we interact with each other, the the 40 hour work week, the um, just everything about our lives, even down to like, you know, uh, extracting value from things like I, I'm not going to get into my my capitalist rambling right now, but you know, <laughs> money is fake. Like, uh, everything is fake. Everything comes down to the meaning we put into it. Um, and uh, to me, it just feels like everything was a dream, and we're mm-hmm. finally waking up. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, I can relate to that. I want to draw your guys' attention to my favorite line from the song, which is it's it's just him repeating these two words. He just says, lucid dream of dream of dreams. And it mm-hmm. seems like that's kind of where we are. We're kind of in a lucid dream. Um, it seems like the only place where we really have control anymore is when we dream. Um, what do you guys think Blake is talking about in the song? Is that literal or how do you interpret it? I feel like maybe there's it's a little bit about both right it's about I mean, like you said we're in like a waking dream really I mean time he even starts off the song with what something about there's no five years there's no ten years like time is nothing now it seems mm-hmm. like um, we're just sort of in a constant state of we don't know what's gonna happen today tomorrow like it's all just kind of crazy and 
in the song, I feel like, yeah, he, he sort of puts emphasis on the fact that you're just sort of walking through all of this, like it is a lucid dream. And then it, but it also sounds like he's anchoring himself to something that he's pretty sure is real, but it's almost too good for him to believe that it is. Um, mm-hmm. which it sounds like maybe, you know, like it hearing this song sort of makes me think of like when you first start like falling for somebody really deeply, you know, and there's a part of you that's like, how, like, how are you this perfect person? And it's, you're, you're sort of just sort of floating around like in a cloud, you're in a daze and it's a great feeling, but like it, you're always kind of like, how is this real? You know, how is this, how is this happening? And, and you, you question it, especially in the beginning. And so I don't know. It, mm-hmm. It's, I think there's, I think there's a lot of di- like he. I I think maybe he started at a place with this song where it was about um, finding love with this certain person, but also uh, just how those feelings sort of relate to everything else going on. Not it's just sort of adding another thing to his life that is kind of unbelievable in a way. So it's all just getting mixed up, and he's experiencing all of it, but can't quite grab onto any of it just because everything's insane. Right. Did you guys see the art for the single? Yeah, the uh the the backlighting um through the trees and it's kind of like his silhouette ish mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah, that's it's funny. This isn't a um this isn't necessarily what a lucid dream is, but um it looks like something I would see kind of in um in a sleep paralysis experience. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, the silhouette of a like, figure like kind of hovering over me, and there's kind of some light, but not really. And it's and James Blake it, is your uh, sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> <laughs> My sleep paralysis demon is actually um, a legendary web video character, Salad Fingers. Um, oh my god! The recurring sleep paralysis dream is that he comes and sticks his fingers in my ear, and I can't oh, and I can't wake oh no. up. But that is I'd the most okay. terrifying thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would welcome James Blake into my sleep paralysis dreams. Um, <laughs> over salad fingers you know um until salad mm-hmm. fingers can write a wilhelm scream or a I never learned to share uh he's not welcome in my room they'd be but. about grubby taps <laughs> none of you zoomers know what we're talking about <laughs> can you imagine james blake being your like sleep paralysis you know like you're just stuck there in bed you can't quite focus on him but you just hear him like singing to you in this chocolatey voice while you're just, just singing forward by like uh forward from the lemonade album over and over again. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um so we're kind of running out of time unfortunately. I've been really loving this conversation today. Um one thing I wanted to talk more about is dreaming during COVID because mm. uh at least for me, my dreams have been getting far more vivid recently. Very recently. Um one specific one that I had a couple nights ago was that for some reason I was like at an outdoor mall, kind of like a a a um outlet mall, and there mm-hmm. was like a kitchen store that was doing outdoor cooking demonstrations, and I was there with you guys and with like a few other friends, but I was the only one wearing a mask, and I started freaking out. I'm like, why is no oh, one wearing no. a mask? And I'm like, guys, where are your masks? And then everyone's just like, oh, you don't believe that bullshit, do you? And it is interesting to me just like how much my paradigm has shifted that like even in sleep, I am 
I have got this such anxiety about uh, new social norms. Like I should be wearing a mask and so should everyone else. Like we need to be taking care of each other. I don't know. What, what about you sounds, guys? That sounds like a real event. That sounds like something that could absolutely happen. <laughs> but you yeah, guys are wearing your masks, which right? Is which, oh yeah. It's totally. all not all in my head. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah. Uh, masks what about the time. you guys? Have you had any kind of like crazy dreams like that during COVID? I had a strange dream where I was on the dating app Plenty of Fish, which I haven't really used that much, but all of the people who popped up, none of them were faces. They were just different houseplants. So like just snake plant. I was just swiping on houseplants basically. <laughs> and it was all and they were all like they were all like plants that when you Google like plants that you can't kill even if you even try. And we've all done it, folks. We know we've all done it. Low light apartment plants. So I was just swiping on plants and I wasn't getting any, no one, I wasn't getting any matches. And so I just felt like I was auditioning plants, things that oh were getting me else. And I guess maybe that's the, maybe that has to do with COVID. Maybe that's like, I can't, I can't date anyone, but I can, I can swipe on plants all day. Yeah. And <laughs> it's the best I'm going to get in terms of companionship. The fact that you couldn't even match with a plant. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't match with the plant. The plants wouldn't swipe on me and I had to, um, the best I could get in terms of companionship is plants and COVID. And I, I, that's probably pretty accurate. And I'd, I'd like to think I'm not the only one in that, in that boat. So, Your Dude. subconscious just gave you this Jean-Luc Godard, like multiple layers of symbolism. <laughs> <laughs> you should absolutely make that app. You could make millions. <laughs> Swipe <right>. on plants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do you have one to top it, that, Pedro? You, you, you could call it fronds and lovers. Um, oh ooh. my god! I feel like this isn't uh, even mine anymore. You, you, this is kind of now your thing. You, just, you reclaimed it. Yeah, we're, we're, it. We're, we've got a sixty forty split going right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm my my dreams have been. I mean, my dreams have been pretty vivid, but usually, like like lately during COVID, they've just been of people I haven't seen in a long time. Um, either either. Uh, like people I knew in like high school or um, people that uh, who, you know, uh, romantic quote entanglements. Cause I know that's like the word today. Um, but it's just been about like seeing those people again. And in most cases I wake up and I'm like, yeah, I didn't miss that person at all. but it's yeah it's absolutely weird like random people that i i didn't even know very well just like start popping up in in my dreams lately so i don't know what that's about um Mm. but yeah no it definitely doesn't beat ryan's uh ryan's dream (laughs) fronds and what was it fronds and lovers fronds and lovers yeah well unfortunately we don't have much more time here do you guys have any lingering thoughts about james blake about are you even real about lucid dreaming lucid dreaming is really fun i remember doing it like i had like a phase in college where i did it and it was it was really interesting and a good time but like i got carried away with it so if you're gonna try lucid dreaming um limit yourself so when you mean try do you mean like you you followed the the tips and tricks to like make it happen. Like you wrote something on your hand and like I re- I remember with like the clocks. <laughs> I remember just like sort of practicing right. Like every day, every time like I would go to sleep, I would just try to like 
be conscious of myself falling asleep and like try to just convince myself to dream and eventually it got to a point where I could control like everything going on um but then like I wasn't getting any rest after a while and then I it was I I could like I would talk to people in my dreams and then I would forget that that conversation didn't actually happen so just be careful because <laughs> it could the get dark weird. side of lucid dreaming <laughs> it is so, it can get so weird <laughs> that's good advice mm. um all right so before we go do you guys have anything to plug i know we skipped this last week but is anything new going on that we should all be aware of follow my insta <laughs> <laughs> which is oh uh pedro is a actor yeah all one word <laughs> You can uh, tune into my radio show that I'm doing at KCSB 91.9, Saturdays 8 to 10 p.m., streaming at kcsb.org. It's called The Occurrence, and it's all songs related to the paranormal. So dope. Ooh. Thank you. For me, um, I am embarking on this project right now with a good friend of mine and friend of the pod, uh, Devin Henry, who is um, the host of Fuckboy Book Club, another Drew Franzblau podcast you should check out. We are compiling testimonials um, of people struggling with mental health, with financial troubles, and with stability during uh, coronavirus, and uh, we're going to put all that out so that we can get all of these perspectives heard. Um, Looking for a publisher right now, but it's coming very, very soon. Um, I will update you guys as that happens. Another collaboration coming out of Drew's House of Pods. Yep. Drew is the glue that brings us all together. <laughs> He's the Drew glue. Yeah, glue Franz Blau. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening to Tunes and Tumblers. Tunes and Tumblers is an Atwood Magazine podcast. Be sure to like the show and Atwood on every platform. Also, please, please rate and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out a lot. Tunes and Tumblers was produced as always by Drew Franz Blau. Our theme song is by New New Girlfriend. And before we go, we have a special treat for you, lovelies. Today, we're proud to premiere the latest track by synth pop artist and friend of the pot, Nico. They've already lit up our quarantine with the glittery, effervescent singles Like the Movies and Keeping Me Alive. Now they're bringing us a lucid dream of our own, celebrating the before time when we could connect and touch. Follow the link in our show description to pre-save the track for when it drops on streaming services this Friday, July 17th. But we've got the preview for you now. Here's Nico with Glow. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. Nico. Now watch me shine
Now watch me dance. Go. I'm going to